0: PODCAST
1: Let me be your PODCAST uh, 35 minutes
0: till rosters lock in. Yes, alright. Uh, hello, welcome everybody. This is the Restless Keg Syndrome League Football Podcast. Is that what we're calling this thing? That's correct. I that's think the... that's the official title. Um, I'm here with uh, Ollie uh the person with whom i did the first podcast and um we're back again the season the regular season has ended we're here to do a bit of a recap and look forward to the playoffs the time is currently twelve twenty on sunday so we may be going silent for a few minutes to um to change our uh, lineups if we change each other's mind as to who should be playing That's so great. um should we start off with a bit of a season recap ollie i think we last spoke just after the draft
1: yeah, I think that's a, that's a great place to start. Lots have hap- has happened over the last uh, 12, 13 weeks.
0: What were a couple of highlights from you? How's the season gone for you? What's some memorable oh, moments? One
1: well, memorable moment wasn't exactly... I wasn't affected, by it, but I but I think Aaron winning a game through a stats correction on a that's, Tuesday, that was a first for me anyway. That's absolutely... You, you hear about
0: it happening, but it's... Um, yeah, he. Came, I think he came up just short in the game, and then uh, and then he got he got
1: one point credited for a sack that went towards his defense, and uh, yeah, that that's what won him the game.
0: It's uh, it was it was a memorable mad ending. Mad ending. Uh, well, let's do a little bit of recap, and then we can uh, have a, maybe have a look at your team and see see how it's done. Uh, season recap. So we've now finished the thirteen uh, weeks of the season. Um, and uh, i suppose big congratulations to adrian fletcher who uh, won the league finished in first place um well i was, done, I, was, I, was well very, done. I was very annoyed for two reasons one um he he, he beat me there was a bit of a, a battle going at the end um and also because um, he's a terrible person and doesn't deserve any goodness in his life so that's um but congratulations to him anyway i mean i think particularly looking at his um, his team i mean he's done particularly well to win given He's got actually a very mediocre bunch of players and Todd Gurley, and um, also has very limited managerial skills. But but yet yeah, still has managed to finish top of the league. So so well done to him. Well done to him. Absolutely, yeah. don't begrudge him that. Um, I was actually hoping to get him on a on a podcast so we could hear a little bit from him. Um, but it's it's very difficult to to. He sort of only crawls out of his cave every. Every few days and only after dusk, so um, it's very, very difficult to, um, to to actually catch him. Um, but, but congratulations to him; he's fully deserved. Well done. Fully well deserved,
1: done. Fully deserved. Having Gurley on the team helps. That's who carried me last season. So it's, uh, it's, it's a good place to be. He him. did. He
0: did do very well. So so then I came second. He actually beat me twice in, in both games over the season. I think one one game I was fairly um, uh, average and he was superb, and another game he did well and I did terribly. So but well done to him. Well done to him. So beyond that. Oh
1: yeah, Dave. How do how do you you had the restriction this season of having to play two tight ends, um, well, yeah. like a tight tighter end than your flex spot? How do how do you feel that uh, that affected you?
0: It was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. So obviously, I received fewer points in certain weeks, but it was a, it was a bit more. It was actually something I didn't realize. It was a bit freeing. I mean, I, w- I went Gronk early, which I might not have done. I think I missed out on Adams to to get him. Um, I mean, he hasn't been very good, <laughs> but it's, it's probably the first and only time I've, I've, I've got him. Um, it was kind of freeing in a way. I mean, it, it locked up three lock, three roster spots at times. I think at times there was four because I had OJ Howard in the, in, the, in the IR spot for a little bit. Um, but it was freeing in the sense of normally you're trying to get enough wide receivers and running backs to... You probably want to have sort of four good ones in there before you start to feel comfortable. Whereas I could only ever play two at once and so i was a bit freer to trade around i didn't feel i had to sort of have four good running backs and then trade away the fifth one i was trading away players that were much better than that knowing that i wouldn't be able to use any of them till later and had lots of other opportunities so um it probably changed my strategy a bit more than i than i realized but um yeah it worked out i um the the tampa bay guys helped me out a bit i got um Evan Ingram for for a little while while he was catching some balls and, and he's he hasn't been very good again. It's it's been up and down, yeah. Um, but it was interesting and and it's it's over now, so I'm now free to uh, play who I want in the in the flex.
1: Oh, I did not realize that uh, for the playoffs you're not bound by that.
0: Yeah, some people weren't particularly keen on me doing it and wanted to, you know, play against me fair and square, which I understand. So I I said that I would do two tight ends during the season and then once we get if if I make the playoffs then. Um, huh be able to but i've kind of gone i i think i peaked early in this league i think i had a few weeks where i was um really really good mainly because i'd picked up james connor um, who and who was uh, excellent for me um he's now injured this week now i'm going to buy this week but the news is he might be injured for a couple more weeks and then i'll be very much back to how my team should have looked <laughs> yeah um, well. so so that's so that's me i came second i'm on to buy this week so then the remaining playoff spots is yourself Against uh, the pee pants twin Pee pants yep and, and then the Aaron game. Aaron and Tom so how, how about you how's your season gone you finished third
1: I finished third I started very slow I think I lost the first two or three games and then uh actually put together a little bit of a run I think um yeah a slow start was overcome by. Great coaching, so very, uh, put me put me in a good spot. Finished there can can't complain really. Though, I think again, I think
0: that's an example, of very much the opposite of, 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 of Adrian of Mankey, where um you you had some mediocre players, but you actually managed to um use your use your talent and your skill to actually create a, a better team out of that. Um, whereas um you know he, he relied primarily on luck, I think. So
1: um, I think that's uh, that's fair, not not an unfair characterization right. of what happened. Right. Um, no, overall, um pretty happy with my team a uh, couple of players uh actually like i had uh, cooper go to to dallas that really helped me i think he uh yeah oakland right like okay because, one stud, like,
0: one, uh, one dud from your from your team
1: uh one stud, one dud. you know i do start elliot and i think he's actually I, I think i don't perceive him as valuable as he actually is um uh as in like full-on duds
0: might, I think they all have, did. They not, all did might, okay. You might, might have dropped them by now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I might have like. <laughs> maybe that's it. No, I think I also got. Um, to be fair, I got very lucky in terms of injuries. I had no. Like, I lost Martian Lynch, but he was uh, he wasn't my flex spot, so it was not a like a, a core player. So overall, I got knock on what got lucky that um, I did, don't didn't have like a full on full on duds. Um, yeah.
0: Okay, all right. So rounding out the 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 rest of the season, the, the rest of the um the, the lineup, we had uh Matt in seventh, Nick in eighth. They're playing each other this week. Then Andy and Jonah, and uh, and then Dan and Joe in eleventh and twelfth. And I guess a memorable, uh, honorable mention, memorable mention, um, both, to Jonah this week for playing Derrick Henry. What happened with Derrick Henry this week? Uh,
1: Derrick Henry, I think he ran for five hundred and seventy yards and caught another. 12 touchdowns, was it? Something like that. That sounds right. 99-yard um, uh, touchdown run, also tied for longest yeah, ever. Can't
0: get longer, yeah. Uh,
1: anything else I missed? Uh,
0: well, I think he did a 50-yard immediately afterwards. Um, it was in, There was an interesting question I saw online, actually, of if you had access to Derek Henry's game log at the draft... Where would you have drafted him, knowing that he's gonna essentially guarantee you a Week 14 win?
1: Yeah, and I think the corollary was, if you started Derek Henry, you should be in the playoffs. <laughs> so, I think our our league did pretty well. Un- okay unless unless
0: that. you had unless you were going in with a Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, and James Conner, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <the reduced laughs> two words after yeah um, yeah um, okay. Well, so let's look forward to the, to the playoffs. So you are playing um, Jake and Amy in uh, about 20 minutes' time. Ooh, can you give us a little? Um, rundown of your team and a little preview of the matchup. Yeah,
1: it's going to be a tough one. Um projections looking slightly in my favor, but I don't I'm not I'm not sold. I'm not sold. Um they're starting Breeze and Barkley, um both with tremendous upside leaving on a normal weekend, but Barkley in particular because OBJ is out, so um that's easily 50 points right there between just those two players. Uh Lindsay Good players, so I'm I'm facing a. he has
0: been a top ten back, yeah. He's uh, recently, recent yeah. weeks, he's been fantastic.
1: And Juju has been catching a, a, a shit ton of passes for 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 Pittsburgh. So I'm I mean, I'm not gonna be shy. I have a pretty good lineup myself, but um, I'm, I'm facing a lot of players that have uh, a lot of upside. So I I, I don't think I can afford uh, more than one or two uh, duds on my end. So it's gonna be tight. And Mixon is always good for. You know, not really scoring much, <laughs> um, especially Cincinnati is in a, in a tough spot. So um, we'll see, um, we'll see. But I, I, think it's gonna be a tight game. But I, I, I hope to win by like five points or five or ten points. So it
0: it's sneak sneak out to win.
1: Yeah, it's um I'm I'm optimistic. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a big fight. Like I always like playing poopy pants. There. Um,
0: yeah. And if you win, I believe you will be matched up against me.
1: I think you're wrong with that. I believe I'll be matched up. No, you're right. I, I'm used to looking at you at the bottom, uh, at the top, <laughs> the top of the, 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 the players. I, I like the to team. imagine at the top. Yeah, maybe we should revisit that rule <laughs> about the Titans then. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll, again, it's I think a lot of For your Team depends on if Connor is going to play or not. Yeah. It doesn't look like it right now, but um, yeah... I lost the first game of the season against you. I hope to not only not also lose the last game of the season against you.
0: Yeah, I think um I think going into the final week the only teams that had beat me were um were Tom the um Funny Shape Bulls and and Adrian had beat me twice. So my my ideal playoff structure would be um facing Tom and beating him and then facing Mankey in the final and beating him to try and get some um some uh, some sort of closure around those. But that would that would obviously mean you losing, so I'm not going to be uh cheering for that Ollie I, uh, I think I think you text in the week it'd be my privilege to to lose to you in the in the playoffs I very much like your team big yeah. big, big, big fan
1: thank you thank you um, <laughs> yeah but it's gonna got be an in an interesting Sunday there uh,
0: I'm um, I'm giving my b team a run out this week I'm giving um, I'm giving uh, um, uh, Mark Ingram I'm giving um, Stephen Ridley who is who is hilariously the backup to the backup to the backup of Le'Veon Bell um, this season. So obviously I got yeah. James Connor the backup. He's now out. I missed out on his backup. So I've gone for the backup of the backup of James yeah. Connor. Um, Turtles <laughs> all the way down. From but I'm gonna there. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be starting him, and um, uh, someone else I forget. Um, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, he's gonna be making his debut for me. He's gonna be uh, hurling the rock. And uh, will he?
1: Is he? Is he starting?
0: He um, he, was for we'll he, was on, he was out for two weeks. I want to buy, so so we'll see. Um, so I, do you have any with fifteen minutes to go? Do you have any start sit decisions uh, you're struggling with this week?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm really struggling. Well, there's there's two questions really I have. Um, I, uh, on my uh, restless Kick team, is um, Cooper over Josh Gordon? It's um, Cooper had a couple of really great games for Dallas. Uh at some point other teams will figure that out and actually cover him appropriately mm-hmm. um Josh Gordon in, in in Miami sounds also like uh like a like has a lot of
0: upside so what do you Do you have thoughts uh Cooper Gordon i mean it, it depends a little bit do you want to be i mean cooper has been put up some massive numbers he has, I suppose he hasn't been as, as duddy. I'm still a bit scarred from him from Oakland days where he would just have a huge game and then put up nothing for right. weeks on end. Um, but he seems to be the focal point of the, the Dallas attack there. Right. Um, really all they've got. Um, Gordon has been putting up, quietly been putting up decent numbers. I don't think he's had a blowout game.
1: More, he's more consistent. He's like uh, like a higher floor, but like less less breakout potential. So I'm, I think I'm a little so. Torn. I mean,
0: and and Patriots are going to spread it around a bit more. They've yeah. got they've got more players. I mean, Gronk is back. I'm hoping he's going to catch some uh, some balls. Obviously, he's on was on my high pick for me. Um, yeah, and yeah. who so who are you going with?
1: Um, right now, I think it's Cooper. It's uh, Cooper. like really like his last two games were, I think, both multi multi and performances. Um, and so I, I, think I think that's who I'm, um, who I'm tending towards right now. I still have uh, twenty minutes to change my mind, so we'll we'll see, we'll see. Okay. Um. And the other decision I have to make is for my other league. Is I'm, my flex spot is. Uh, I'm I'm very undecided. I'm basically uh, trying to decide between. Uh, Jeff Wilson. Jeff, who's, Jeff Wilson Jr. Jeff Wilson Jr. Sorry. Um, think first time ever starting as a running back for the 49ers so it's a lot of red flags right there nobody
0: had ever heard of him last week yeah
1: <laughs> or ever before yeah. um justin jackson also a backup of a running back um, Ooh. i think he's a direct beneficiary of melvin, melvin gordon's Gordon. yeah, uh, injury yep. situation and uh sonny michelle who's facing probably a quiet ish afternoon in miami
0: possibly it's 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 great and, at this um, time of the season. You you sort of make all your plans for the playoffs during the season. Then suddenly you're if you're playing right. Gus, Gus Edwards, Justin Jackson, Jalen uh, Samuels, and no, other people you've never heard of three weeks ago.
1: Exactly. And then there's Terry Cohen is also in the mix, but I like playing him because he has a lot of upside, and I need to catch up on a couple of points because uh, Fournette <laughs> underperformed a little <laughs> on Thursday. So I think Cohen is set because I like him a lot. I actually traded for him on purpose in the in the middle of the season because I. I, uh, I wanted him, and then he immediately gave, gave me two five-point games, and I regretted everything. But um, what do you what do you think?
0: Um, so you, so it's Wilson or Jackson. Wilson,
1: it's basically between Wilson, Jackson, and Sonny Michel. Sonny
0: Michel. I'm playing Sonny Michel in some leagues. I like him. I think he's gonna get some carries. Rex Burkhead's now back in um, in New England. I don't think he's gonna be in too much, but there's potential that he will take some of the goal line carries. This guy, James Devlin, keeps popping up on my box score. I don't know who he is. He annoys me. Um, he stole two Cord- touchdowns Patterson. From... Cord- Cordero Patterson sometimes slams them in. So there is that risk. I don't know if Jeff Wilson is a goal line back. I don't know who else they've got to do it. I don't but... even know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, as I said, like i never heard of Jeff Wilson before, but people say nice things about him. He seems to be a decent guy. It's,
0: uh, it's always a risk when you're playing someone who only came in due to injury the previous game. You just don't know. Particularly, I mean, San Francisco is a team where raider was out a couple of weeks ago and i started alfred morris just didn't need didn't need very much and um he got zero he just didn't get a carry in the game i think um yeah, mustard uh ray mustard came out that's right yeah. um i mean you mentioned leonard fournette i mean let me rant a little bit about leonard fournette i, I um in jess's family league which we covered on our podcast i think we just done the draft for that one yeah. when 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 we were um were talking um I didn't draft him. I was very happy that... I'd, so I had a decent team. Had, um, I'd picked up Adrian Peterson a few weeks in, or maybe before the season, whenever, whenever that happened. Um, and I managed to trade um, Adrian Peterson for Leonard Fournette straight up after a few weeks. Um, Peterson was doing okay. And um, to, to Wilco. Wilco is Alicia's um, boyfriend, uh, fiancé now in Germany. Um thinking I've got to steal because yeah, he's going to sit on my bench for a number of weeks, but then by the playoffs, he's going to be this first round start. He's going to be amazing. Um, I ended up um, playing and we have, we have 12 weeks of regular season so that we have uh, nine people in the league, four people make the playoffs. So we play two, two week double header. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do weeks uh, 13, 14 and then 15, 16 because no one wants to play week 17. Um, so this week is week 14. So I played him last week and he ended up beating me by 10 points mainly because Adrian Peterson did a 95-yard touchdown run, I think. Um, Meanwhile, Leonard Fournette didn't play. So, you know, he's got one up on me there. But I kind of knew that was happening. But anyway, then on Thursday, I get to roll out my Leonard Fournette against him and Leonard Fournette, who I've been holding on to and not played a single time, um, put up? Um, did he put up three five, points? Five points. I think this is what this is a decimal, you know, uh, in, um, wow. integer only scoring. I think he put up three points. Yeah. So I'm now yeah. I'm still seven points behind. I've only got eight players left, and he traded me him, and he's going to play Adrian Peterson against me. Who, if he gets anything, is 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 a knife in my heart. That that hurts. That hurts. Yeah. So I might not be making the final in that one. Hey, um well,
1: I guess I'm not the only one here who got bitten by Fournette. We... Stupid ejection. Like, stupid <laughs> ejection.
0: <laughs> well ejection, but then this week what was he doing? was not only
1: it was a like stupid ejection, it was on the one yard line, he would have run in the ball on know. the next play and we would have both of that... you and me would have gotten the points. I mean you it... already had two touchdowns at that but point. But you know what that like... didn't
0: even hurt me in the race because I get I got to play someone else last week. This week I played him and got three points. You know, I'd rather yeah. have, I'd rather he got ejected this week as well. Um yeah. so yeah, I mean I guess we've started to talk a little bit about other leagues um, we were having a little bit of a chat off um, off mic before this about 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 sort of the way that some of your other leagues run and some other things we could maybe consider in the way we do things. Yeah. Um, do you wanna? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of the some of conversation
1: centered around um, the waiver wire order and how we, um, yeah, how we uh, how, how we uh, do the waiver wire order, and I think to sum it up it's um, we, we currently wh- whoever picks from the waiver wire goes to the back of the line so yep. um, and being in the and, and it's very hard to get to the front of the waiver wire because requires everyone in front of you to actually make a pick and uh, we only pick also we only do waiver wire picks on, on Tuesday so and uh, it's there's a growing sense of uh, that we could do something better or different at least uh, to allow more even access to players that um, hit the like players that shoot out the the rankings um, suddenly, like Chubb did when Hyde was traded, or yeah. Spencer Ware did when uh, Kareem Hunt did Hunt his, yeah, his did whatever he did uh, yeah whatever he did. So it's um uh, and it's there seems to be no clear path what to change to make it better, but there's a couple of options and yeah. Um, yeah so we discussed them and um, what do you what do you think so far are like good options to.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there's something to be said for the current system where you, you know, we, we can talk about how you get your initial um, ordering, but you have to come up with some kind of initial ordering. We, we do the standard, which is um, the reverse of the first round picks. In So if you get first stab at Todd Gurley, you, you know, you, you're at the, the end of the ability to pick up on the waivers. That sort of seems fair to me, I think. Um, and from there, it's rolling waivers. So if you, at any point in the season, make a waiver claim, you then at that point in time, go to the back of the, the, the line. Um, you only then jump up if someone else makes a claim after, after you have, whether that week or a different week. Um, I think that's reasonably fair. I mean, there's certainly other ways to do it um, because you're always facing that decision of, do I spend my waiver or do I, um, or do I sit and wait for something better? Either because the options here aren't as good as they might be in a different week, or because you think if I I hold tight and miss out on these players, some other people will take it and I'll rise up, you know, and and I'll be higher higher in the claim. So you're always sort of faced with that decision. And if you're 12th in order, who cares? You may as well spend it because you're not going to get anyone great at that point anyway. If you're number one, you know, the decision's a little bit easier to sit and wait if there's no one great out there. But if, it's kind of interesting when you're in, I've been a couple of times in sort of five, six, seven, you know, do you sit and wait and try and climb up a little bit more, knowing that the people above you might not be spending theirs anyway? Or do you, because I've been in a position where I'm almost annoyed at fifth because I'm going, well, I'm going to sit and wait this week, but I probably won't climb up for him. I might climb up one or two places, but actually people behind me in the waiver wires are going to be getting the players I wanted behind me. And then go. Well, why do they get to have them? I want them. So then I'll spend it, and then I'll go. Well, now I'm <laughs> twelfth. Right. So you you always sort of face it's, that decision. It's 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 kind of difficult, and it's um. But I I think it's a fair way of doing it. A a reasonably fair way of doing it.
1: Yeah, it's um, and I, I think that is. Let's just say the problem. It's like, it's not the worst way to do it, and there's no clear better way to do it but um, I think it's worth looking a little more like what can be done. Um, I, I
0: think one, one thing I do like, and it, it adds complexity and it, it means more, there's sort of more variables, but there's sort of more auction way of, of looking at things. So the I think it's is it FAB, is that how you pronounce it? Free agent acquisition budget. So you get, um, you get a budget of, I've seen $200. I think you've had $500. Yeah. And you have that money to spend. And so you can, there's sort of a few ways you can then use that. You can use it to sort of attritionally spend out a few bucks here and there every right. week on on a, you know, if you're streaming d- defenses, you can sort of get ahead of the, the free agents and spend a bit there. and But it means that, uh, you know, it's still eroding your budget a little bit and then people who don't do that have more to spend on other people. and But the, what it means is whenever any player becomes available, everybody has a, f- a fair shot at getting them. It's not, yeah. you're not sitting there eighth going, well, I've got no chance of getting this. Yeah. But then if you get that player, you no longer have that budget and you can't get anyone else on it too. So that's another way of doing it. it It's more difficult to do and to judge when, because you then have the variable of how much money to spend as well as just do I spend yes, no, do I spend my waiver pick and the cost is your waiver order that you're now saying how much money to go into it and probably does favour the more experienced players who are paying attention more and read more articles a bit over the players who don't really know what they're doing and maybe put off making a claim who don't. So it's sort of extra complexity for probably a slightly fairer outcome but whether it's worth that trade-off is, is yeah. debatable. It's
1: also... Like you're correct, I, like in another league I play and I have, we do that and we uh, we do like the daily waiver wire claims. And it, it was uh, once or twice I got put in a position where I needed, say like a tight end and I didn't get my top tight end pick on a Tuesday. And then I also didn't get my top tight end pick on a Wednesday. And then by Thursday, it was getting a little slim on a tight end market. And then by Friday, I actually, I really needed, I think I ended up spending too much money on a, on the, I think the Cincinnati tight end, Uh, whose name I can't pronounce.
0: CJ Uzuma. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. Um, So, uh, you increasingly run out of, uh, out of options and out of days, but at the same time, that's also on me for being too cheap on the, on the Tuesday and the Wednesday, not Mm. bidding enough on a, arguably better but what, what
0: you're talking about here is is a, another aspect to it because you could do Tuesday waivers as we do with waiver order you could do Tuesday waivers with um, with some kind of auction um, right. ability you're then talking about in your league and you can talk a little bit about how it works um, doing daily waivers yeah. so you um not waivers aren't just on Tuesday they're every single day um, yes. and I think the difficulty I've heard about in that kind of league and, and you, you sort of described a little bit there maybe you can go into it is what that means particularly on a weekend where you've got a, or, or a Thursday game where on the day of someone is you know pulls his hamstring two hours before the game you have to replace him and particularly something like a tight end where you have probably haven't got a, a deep you know backups on, on your roster you're then actually prevented from picking anyone up to play or a kicker you know who carries two kickers a, right. couple, a couple of people, maybe. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we can have. A look. Like, "Stop carrying two with kickers, guys! If they're not on a on a." On a yeah, wow. Mankey, um, why do you carry two kickers? Um, um, no, so so how, does your, how does your league deal with
1: that? Um, we allow for same day pickups. Um, mm-hmm. On on game day, you can you can pick up players that play that game, say play that day. But then you also have to play them, so you cannot do like, a, a sneaky pickup for say next week, sort of like ahead of the crowd. Yeah. Like the whoever you pick up. Goes for a fixed five dollars out of that five hundred dollars budget, and needs to be played the same day. So if indeed your kicker gets 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 injured like an hour or two before the game, yep. you do have the possibility of picking up somebody, just like we have in our other league where it's uh, like free waiver claims yep. all the time. So that is, I think that is addressed in an in a, in, a, in a good way, so that you don't get stuck with um, uh, basically like an incomplete team. Um, I think I think that works well. It it does, however, can put you in a little tricky spot if you once or twice miss out on the in, in the bidding of of something yeah. of, of of a player that you want or need. That you end up in, in a little bit of a tight spot because uh, claims only clear every night, and you can't just peruse the 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 waivers.
0: No, are you in this league? So you've got the waivers clearing. Are you allowed to pick up free agents once they've cleared, or do you have to wait till the next night and put another bid in? You know how we have on a Tuesday, if, if nobody, let's say there's a, um, uh, who's a player that's not, um, Tyler Eifert sitting out there. You know, I had him early in the season, he's now an IR. Um, if I wanted a tight end, I'm faced, currently we're faced with the decision of, let's say I'm, I'm in fifth place. I'm faced with, do I spend my fifth pick on Tyler Eifert or do I th- hope that no one else cares about him keep my fifth pick and still manage to pick him up the next day. Right. But not without spending anything. But I can only do it if no one else wanted him. Because if anyone else wanted him before him, they, they get him. Absolutely. Um, could I do that in your situation? Or would I then have to wait till the next day and again, put my bid in for him?
1: No. Waivers are only clear. Like waivers are only evalu- Like bids are only evaluated every night.
0: Okay. So I couldn't pick so, up a free. So there's no, everyone is on waivers.
1: Every, yeah. Everyone is on waivers, I guess, all the time. Okay. And just on game day itself, you can do You can it pick depends. up what's available for yeah. like a small cost.
0: Yeah. I, I guess I'm not particularly fan of that. I tinker with my team a lot. I think I had a look. I, did, I think I've done about 48 different pickups this season. Also, you said there it stops you picking up on game day, getting ahead of the waivers for the next week. I quite like doing that. I, that's one of my favorite strategies is to try and pick up the guy or, or a defense that you know is going to be good next week. You've maybe taken a flyer yeah. on a player. He turns out he's not playing. Drop him and get get ahead of the waivers. so sure, but you
1: can do that. You just have to bid for it, right? The Which before, then, yeah, they will, no, will pay
0: five bucks for it.
1: Yeah, but then you might as well. So I see the five bucks is actually for a, a streaming defense is a lot. I would think mm. I, I tend to spend like you can bid zero. Um, is, right. is, is a valid bid so yeah, I tend to bid zero one or I, I tend to bid one or three yeah so to, to beat out all the the, the zero yeah. bidders yeah um, and I, I I have done this once or twice where I would basically pick up like the defense of like the next week yeah. like a week early but the other league also has only five roster spots and no um, uh, IR spot yeah. so it's and it's I tight. got slapped pretty early with um I carried for net around for quite a while yeah uh, I held on to Cobb for too long. Right. I I never had much space on my bench to maneuver, so it was always mm-hmm. a little of... Kinda... Uh, constrained by that but you can still pick up the like a defense that you think will do well the week after next Yeah. but pick them up early for like a yeah. dollar and, and just keep them around until that and that and,
0: and you've got the cost of your roster spot as well that you're using up particularly yeah. and it,
1: that's always a something to keep in mind yeah. uh, like especially if, you, if, if there's not that many uh, roster yeah. spots to begin with
0: I, I suppose my question would be what problem is it solving
1: I think the fairness problem mm. around speed of picking up players like it's not the person that's the first to see the news that a player got traded or injured um can hop and go through the death chart and already knows what what i think um it levels the playing field around that and it also takes the uh it in my opinion makes the makes it fairer around the waiver order of that people have access to a player um if you want him if you want a player more and like willing to pay yeah. more for a player and value the player yeah. higher like literally value it with dollars yeah. higher then you can have him by like and I that's guess. and
0: that's the auction side of it versus the daily waiver side of it
1: the daily, daily waiver side i think really makes it the clearing at the end of the day yeah that you know that it's it's not a race for uh, like getting to a player. Yeah, so I think
0: I, I'm I'm actually a fan of the I've never used it I've never tried it i have kind of a fan of the auction aspect where if you want a player and you can do it for the draft as well I think that's probably a bit beyond us to be doing that I, I I may I may be wrong I'm one of the more um experienced maybe players playing this and I still would be a little uncomfortable doing auction draft where where the draft is so important but but draft sort of draw um auction Waivers, I can get on board with, and it gives everyone a, a shot at any particular player. Um, the daily waivers, I, it it seems a bit like what's the phrase? Employing a sledgehammer to crack a nut. You know, it's th- there is certainly a problem here where a couple of times a season, a player becomes available that is not something that happens every weekend. In fact, I think this season seems to be a bit unusual in that normally more good players become available due to injuries over a weekend which would then be available on a Tuesday where daily waivers wouldn't have an impact anymore but um, where daily waivers would make a difference is where um, I suppose where it happened Carlos Hyde got traded and suddenly Nick Chubb became uh, available and was very good um, similarly when Kareem Hunt had his news break it was also when everyone was on free agents and so Spencer Ware was available to be picked up and um, I, I, I recognise the problem. But in, in both those two cases, it, it went to me. I was, I guess, paying attention. I, I maybe had the apps installed, um, ready to go. I, I guess I was also in a position where I was thinking about both those players that week anyway. And so they were actually on a radar. So when I saw the news, I, no, I <laughs> Ollie's looking at me dubiously. Um, <laughs> uh, um, when I saw the news, I knew exactly who to go to. I didn't have to research who to pick up. No, well, let me tell you about Nick Chubb. Um, I picked up Nick Chubb earlier that week I actually got him, I think, off the, off the waivers on the Tuesday or maybe just after the waivers. I then dropped him on the Wednesday because um, Ted Ginn went on IR. And I thought, ooh, the the, the second wide receiver at New Orleans is suddenly available mm-hmm. out there. And so I dropped Nick our people at the time was a backup running back, for Tracon Smith, who suddenly seemed like he was... And I think he would maybe just had that big game where Drew Brees got his 500th touchdown and it was a long touchdown. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, Smith yeah. had run in two really long ones. So I was like, wow, he's... He's now, the rest of the season, he's that guy from that game. So he's really valuable. I then dropped Nick Chubb and I think I dropped him less than 24 hours. So he was just on free agency and he wasn't on um, on waivers. And then the next day, Carlos Hyde got traded. And so I was like, oh, S-bomb, I shouldn't have dropped Nick Chubb. I wonder if he's out there and raced and, and got him. Whereas uh, other people might have had to think, oh, Carlos Hyde's gone down. What does that mean? He's on the Browns. I wonder who the Browns backup guy is. You know, I was ready to go to go and get him. Um the uh, Spencer Ware, I was also thinking about, so I did a bit of uh, research early, a couple of weeks earlier to say, I am um, not. I realised I wasn't going to get to number one in the waivers, but I thought, well, who could go down and be a uh, top 10 running back if the, if the top, which is like typically the way that you would get one of these guys. So we talk about daily waivers. The other way to get it is just have that back up on your team anyway, and then the waivers don't matter. And it really came down to Kareem Hunt going down or Todd Gurley going down. Was really the only valuable people behind them, and even Todd Gurley going down. I don't know if it's Malcolm Brown or John Kelly that's going to take that. Now I think Malcolm Brown's now now out injured, so I'm not sure. Um, but so Spencer Ware was was the guy, and um, you, you mentioned it it's, it's
1: three minutes till lineup locked in, uh, and I just changed my lineup. Oh, I just moved do? Kelvin Benjamin to the IR spot because he's not playing this weekend. Oh, okay. It's, pretty,
0: it's big, pretty. big. Big uh, fat Kelvin uh, Benjamin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and so and have you picked up someone? No. Okay. No. <laughs> um, Spencer where um, I was... So I'd identified him as... In fact, I'd if you if you look at his game log, I'd picked him up a few weeks earlier um, because I recognised that he was someone that was worth carrying. But then when it came to buys and I needed to get back... I think a couple of weeks ago, I had a lot of Rams players and I didn't want to drop the defence and the kicker or, or something. Um, and I had to drop him for just for space. So again, he was someone that was on my radar. So when I saw the news, I knew exactly to go, go around and pick him up. Anyway... I recognise that, that it's, you know, both those cases, they went to me basically because I saw and ran out there first and daily waivers would um, solve that. However, I think it creates a huge burden on the league for all the rest of the year when that isn't the case. And actually, I think it creates more work. To, currently, people need to think about waivers once a week on a Tuesday, put their waivers in, and then it's done. And then you know if, you, if you've got an injury, you might want to pick up a free agent during, during the week. To have to look and check all the lineups and who's out there and everything... And who got dropped on a daily basis, I actually think creates a lot more work that I wouldn't really be in favor personally of, of, of implementing.
1: But you do look at those things all the time anyway, because once the wave is clear on the Tuesday night, anybody is up for grabs, right? So I'm not sure if it makes for less work during the rest I, of the week. I
0: think you do and I do. <laughs> I don't know that everybody does. I don't know that everybody even looks on a Tuesday, to be quite frank with you. Um, I, um, I, th- I, you know, a suggestion because a, a couple other people brought this up with me as well, and I, and I, even though I got these guys, I, I'm, I, I recognize it. Are you, are you set now? Or are you, are you...
1: I'm, I'm struggling with my decision, yeah, but I'm going. All right, it's official. I'm going with Wilson over Sonny Michel.
0: Oh. Sorry, PlayStation. All but... right, all right. I'm saying Sony Michel. I'm saying Sony Michel's the call there. So we'll yeah. we see. Um, something we could do is, uh, you know, we have three sort of co-commissioner group people that are sort of responsible for stuff. Um, on the two times a season where this happens, we could declare a player on waivers and a not on waivers time. The trouble then is, who 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 gets him? Because I don't think that the guy who happens to be sitting at number one should just be handed that player. No, absolutely not. I'm so still like,
1: mad that, uh, that Tom Crawford got um, Fournette, even though... Even though he hasn't turned out <laughs> to be so... Yeah, maybe um, that, do- that doesn't matter, it's still...
0: So I think there's some things to do. I'd be interested to hear if other people have thoughts. I guess we've sort of spoken a bit, a bit about this. Um, I'm interested in other, other sort of rule ideas from your league. Um, you, what, three what wide else? receivers. Three wide receivers. I'm interested it, in. Can you talk a bit about about that? Yeah, three wide receivers um, requires
1: you to to dig a little deeper into I don't know the hidden gems among the wide receivers um, because finding two wide receivers in a twelve person league is not that hard. You can always find somebody. Yeah. Produces somehow six, seven, eight points, but uh, people care three wide receivers. It needs a little bit more digging. Um, I don't think it makes a big, big difference, but uh, it's um, yeah.
0: I like three wide receivers, and one of the reasons. So my general strategy, like, <laughs> revealing a bit of my strategy, is I feel like running backs are super important because they just they just dry up. You can't get a good running back on the on, on the free agency. Certainly, there might be one or two that pop up due to injuries and they're really the things that carry your team and i always want to be playing a running back in my flex over a wide receiver if i can i just think they're more valuable and even on my bench i'll carry more running backs than wide receivers because i know there'll be a, a wide receiver as you say projected 6.7 probably not a 7 for some reason it's sort of the cutoff but i can find a wide receiver out there that's fairly solid and will get some get some decent volume just on the waivers so i basically treat the waivers as an extension of my bench and I think, okay, who's on my bench and who do I need to be? You know, I think of people actually on my bench as people, almost people on the waivers that I have an exclusive right to, and then people on the waivers as people that everyone else has a right to. But honestly, if you take the guy at the top of the wide receivers and I take the second one, what's the difference? Um, whereas running backs are much more sort of distinct. Now, if you go to three wide receivers and you actually have to be playing and you go much deeper, then I don't think you get wide receivers with six point seven, predict six point seven out sitting out there. I think you're down in the sort of fives, which is where running backs are. And I think it evens it up a bit. I think it also even in the draft, it makes it more important to go a bit earlier on wide receivers, whereas I think you know running backs most of the top two rounds i think were were running backs this year um and I think people who didn't go for a top running back might be struggling a bit now for for not having got one um uh, I haven't really looked into it. that might not be true um but I quite like three wide receivers. I think it creates i think it dries up that market a bit more. Which puts it more in line with how much running backs dry up and how much tight ends dry up. Yeah. Um, so I actually like that. That's something um, we can we can propose. Um, we're getting towards yeah. one o'clock, so I think we want to go and <laughs> see, see the game. Any other sort of rule changes? Anything radical? Anything?
1: No, nothing radical. I think we're. It's, it's still a recreational league. We don't want to make things too complicated. But I think we all are a little cautious about like introducing something like like budget bidding. On, yeah. uh, but um, I think overall, minor mm-hmm. tweaks. We can always try something and if it doesn't work, change it for next season. Anything you think uh, that we could change?
0: I've got one really radical idea and people may love it, may hate it, I don't know. Um, no quarterbacks for Dave. No quarter. <laughs> I've got to play with a with a uh, kicker invite. Actually, I have heard of leagues. I think, I think one of the leagues this year or, or proposal for next year is because there's, there's been on running talks about whether kickers should exist, whether the position of kicker is just a random roll of a dice at the end to add a number to your score. I disagree. Um, I like kickers. I like, I like kickers. I like, I like having kickers, um, and like
1: it's it's not automatic ten points or eight points. It's. Uh...
0: But I've I've heard of it where you get an extra where I, I forget if it's one flex spot or two flex spots, but one of your flex spots is kicker eligible instead of your kicker. So you can play a kicker in that spot and you know they're projected sort of 9s and 10s. But if you want to play a running back in there instead because you've got a surplus of running backs or even a good wide receiver, you're perfectly welcome to do it.
1: That is an interesting one. I I could be over... So you would replace the kicker spot with the flex spot? With the flex
0: spot. Um, I would probably still play it. But the thing about a kicker is they're probably... I mean, kicking is like anyone can get any any number. But um, they're probably going to get somewhere between sort of 7 and 12 points. And it's fairly reliable. And you could argue that. But they're not going to go off for 30 points like a running back would. But if I've got yeah, three can... running backs... Like, I, I pick up Nick Chubb for free off the waivers and I've already got two decent running backs I'm starting. I'll stick him in my kicker spot because he's got more chance of getting 30 points than a, than a kicker would. Anyway, that was that's not my radical session. That was something I, I heard. Um, my radical session, it was a really fun idea I heard, I guess, for a, a sort of um, fun league. I think ESPN um, uh, promoted it a little bit. Um, have you heard of a vampire league?
1: No, what's that?
0: So, 11 teams... 12 team league, 11 teams draft, do a do normal draft. Um, one player does not draft at all. He then has to make up his team entirely with free agent people left over at the end of the draft that didn't get picked up. Now, in the one that ESPN said, when you draft, you you are not allowed to make any further waiver pickups for the rest of the season. Like, that is your team. So, you know, draft two kickers because bye weeks and stuff like that, however you want to do it. Um, then everyone, all all the eleven players play their games as normal, except that once a week, you're, you're, someone is matched up against the vampire. So vampire is just a player, but if the vampire wins a game, he gets to replace one player in his starting lineup with one player from the other team's starting lineup. Now the other team could choose to hide their studs and not, you know, if you've got Zeke, you can not play him that week. But then you've got more chance of losing, but you're only risking losing, yeah, players. Um, a, 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 an RB2 or something like that. Um, I think if I was to make a suggestion like that, I mean, I'd love to be the vampire. I think I'd, I'd, I'd have a lot of fun with it. Um, it sort of guarantees that player isn't going to win the league next year. Probably. I don't I don't know. I think. Um, but um, I would say that people are allowed to make waiver pickups. I wouldn't want to, you know, I don't want to change it too much. I would just say, I think the thing you've got to give, because in that case, any player that becomes good that wasn't drafted, the, the Vampire can get them at any point. I would just say every week the Vampire gets first draft, you know, first pick in the waiver order. And that's enough of a sort of compensation for not having drafted anyone. Um, but it's a suggestion. It's radical. Um, people might absolutely hate it. People might like it. People might like to do it as a secondary league. We might want to do a normal one and then have a sort of fun second one like that. I, I worry a bit with secondary leagues that people wouldn't take it seriously and then it's not really doing anything. But it's food for thought.
1: It's an interesting... I think, it would, I think it would yeah it is it is a radical change I think it would be a big departure from what is right now a very traditional yeah. fantasy league
0: it, it, it would I mean I would hope that it wouldn't really impact most teams most weeks you'd still be playing 11 yeah. of the 12, 12 weeks you are playing normal leagues but I mean, considering you, 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 just, really you could almost treat it like a buy you could, you could put zero players out there well no I think you'd have to say I think you have to put someone out there you almost treat it like a buy put players you don't mind losing out there and then the vampires only going to get as good as sort of replacement level players but you know, if you're getting towards the playoffs, and you need a win, you can risk it for the biscuit and put out and try and get that win against the, where everyone else is happy to lose to, the or maybe everyone's trying to be. I don't know. So.
1: Let's 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 think about it. All right now, <laughs> we can't even agree on a minor change to the way yeah. we order. So something like a vampire league seems a bit out of reach. But uh, it's an it's an interesting thought experiment. It would make for an interesting thing to like run a simulation and see how mm. a, how how, it would how how you would do yes in a league like that
0: right food for thought anyway anyway I think we've reached the end how long are we on I think my time thinks 40 minutes jeez we, we really rack it up okay uh, it's one o'clock the games are starting um, we'll see how our team's do. very very best of luck to yeah. you and, and everybody else no, no good luck
1: everybody in the playoffs take care
0: thank you bye 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 bye